0: March 19th, 2019. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Tuesday, you know that means one thing. Dwayne Long is here to grace us with wisdom.
1: Dwayne, how goes it? Hey, spring is coming. It's almost here, Dan. That's always a a thing for me. When, When we start getting out of winter and start being able to get back into short sleeves and barbecue...
0: We are doing the Ohio 30-degree roller coaster here for a couple weeks, and then it should get warm, and this brings us great joy. What also brings us great joy is great recruiting on the trail. There has been a little bit of a vibe that Ryan Day is going to be facing an uphill battle to match Urban Meyer's rockstar status on the recruiting trail. But what we're going to do today is kind of go over what they're putting together because they have an incredible group of visitors coming here. Really the first, I would say, flood of elite prospects coming in here since day has taken over given the recruiting schedule. We're going to go down some of the names between now and the end of the month. You're going to have a ton of dudes in here that they really want. Beginning today, Demonte Trainum will be here. This is a name we've heard a lot of. Local kid. Some thought he was a linebacker. He wants to play running back. What's your vibe on training?
1: <clears throat> well, I th- I think that that is going to be uh, a thing. Cause there's no way he's higher on our board than Kendall Milton and Bijan Robinson. There's just no way. I like him as a running back. I don't know if he's truly an Ohio State. Uh, he's not an early offer kid as a running back, I don't believe. He's good, and, you know, later – We could probably say, well, we'll take him as a running back. But for me, he's a linebacker, he's a really good linebacker. Finds the ball easily uh, and quickly. I call it read-react-run, and his is outstanding. He really gets to the ball. I'd rather have him – I'd offer him as a linebacker now. I could
0: see them – given what we know about the running back situation and that they really are aiming for the two guys you mentioned, some of the elite, elite talent in the country. Train them feels to me like your second running back slash. We kind of hope you move to linebacker. You only do it for in-state kids, but it's probably a good idea. Now, March 22nd will be a very, very interesting day. Two of the names you know very well, Legend Cavazos and Henry Gray, defensive backs from Florida. Then linebacker Court Williams and wide receiver Emeka Egbuka, we'll get to in a minute, is actually a 2021 kid from the West Coast. State of Washington. Legend Cavazos, once committed to Ohio State, then decommitted with Myers' exit. The great Steve Wolfong yesterday crystal balls him back to Ohio State. What's your vibe on Legend Cavazos?
1: Uh, the, the thing about him is, right now, I mean, his tape's pretty good, but it's just athlete. This kid runs, he's long, he's got so many things you're looking for. Uh, it's, it's about what he's going to be. That is the key with him. Uh, if you're going to just recruit an athlete, there's no better place. Uh, defensive back, it's just uh, safety more so than corner. Just get a great athlete. I mean, look at Malik Hooker. Malik Hooker didn't play football until, what, his junior year? Uh, and look what he's become. So just getting super athletes in and you know, and, and and coaching them up. That that that's the one position where uh, doing that really stands out. So uh, yeah, you you don't even think about passing on this kid. He's over six feet tall. He recently uh, just lit up the, the stopwatches at a combine. So uh, they're very happy to see that that uh, we're back to uh, having him in in the uh, Ohio State fold. <clears throat> How would you
0: compare Cavazos to Henry Gray?
1: Uh no, I wouldn't. Henry Gray's already he's already there. He's he's that kid. He's a really great looking cornerback. He can he can play a game already. He's going to need a little bit less coaching, let's say. He's uh he's a real natural there. He does it all. He's he's great on the ball. He's uh, outstanding just in coverage, and uh, he will come up in support against the run.
0: And this name could catch a couple people off guard, but you think highly of him, and that is the wide receiver, and we practiced, Emeka mm-hmm. Egbuka. 2021 kid, but worth discussing.
1: <laughs> you got to see this kid's film. He's just He's one of those wow kids you only need to see about three or four plays and say, yeah, that's a kid you want. Uh, he's right there uh, if I was just looking at looking at receivers overall forget about class uh, this this class this uh, 2020 class is monster, but I still if I was looking at it regardless of class, he would be in the top 10 anyway. He's that good. He's a big kid, and he just seems to have this thing about Ohio State. He keeps he keeps in touch. hes uh, I think he may have been here before already, uh, and here he is coming back. So uh, that's the name that to, to Buckeye fans need to uh, keep in their index file because that would be a huge get if we could pull him out of there. He's from Washington State, uh, so getting him would be massive. And he just keeps acting like he's definitely seriously considering Ohio State. Yeah, one of the hallmarks of Myers
0: recruiting was it was not a regional enterprise. If there was a kid in any corner of the United States or the earth, for that matter, Ohio State was going to go after them. So showing they could go back to Washington, um, very impressive if they can pull that off. Speaking of impressive receivers, March 23rd, the next day, has an impressive guest list. When we were discussing Emeka Egbuka before the show, we said he was almost as good as Julian Fleming, the Pennsylvania native who will be in town. Um, Julian Fleming is discussed of. Julian Fleming is discussed in those tones you hear reserved for the great of the great. Your impressions of the Pennsylvania
1: receiver. Uh, the best receiver to come out in several years. He's that good. He does it all. He can. He's going to beat you on the short route because he runs good routes. Uh, and then he's got that speed. To just okay. I'm gone. I'm going to the house. He does. He plays the ball in the air uh, like a big receiver should, and he's a big receiver. He could do the back shoulder stuff. He can do the fades. He could do everything, and then he's got the exceptional speed. He's got great hands. I'm telling you, this is the best receiver to come out in the last couple of years, no doubt in my mind. Yeah, he has no discernible weakness. I mean, you'd
0: hate to say that about a kid that's so young, but in turn, if you were building a high school receiver in terms of size and speed and hands, that he's pretty much the prototype for the modern receiver. This is going to be an intense recruiting battle. There are a lot of people who think um, he is going to Penn State. He's been there a ton. But I've heard enough behind the scenes on interest in Ohio State that this is one we should definitely, definitely get our hopes up for and be willing to (coughs) extend ourselves. He's that good. He's worth it. Another offensive lineman that you just brought up before, Reese Atterbury,
1: your thoughts? I love Reese Atterbury. I think he's one of the most underrated kids I've looked at in the class so far. He's, He's playing center. And that's that's just an extra. But I'm telling you, this kid's gonna kick out the tackle. There's no doubt in my mind that we're gonna at least give him a look at tackle. He's 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 dominant at the line of scrimmage. And he sets up good in pass protection. I haven't seen him play uh pass protection in uh as a tackle, but the feet look like he's gonna fit perfectly in a tackle. I love him. Uh if he wants to commit I Understand he wanted to commit before and we weren't ready to take him, but now we're probably gonna take him if he wants to uh if he wants to pledge now. And I would be very happy to have this kid. He's a player. <clears throat> Normally I'm not as high on taking
0: straight athlete types, especially ones who play quarterback, but the idea that Cameron Martinez is the best athlete in Michigan and we could take him does intrigue me. Do you
1: feel the same way? Uh, see, I'm, <clears throat> I'm in the same camp as you with that. I, I mean, we're not, we just don't run the offense anymore. Where an athlete quarterback, I want a quarterback who's got some athleticism, but a guy who is, uh, just really depends on his feet so much. We're just not running that offense anymore. And, uh, you know, maybe we can move him somewhere else. I'm just not as excited about that. Uh, You know, he's the best player in Michigan, okay, but where does he play for us? What does he do for us now? I'm just not that excited about that right now.
0: Part of the question is, is it worth it to give
1: Harbaugh a good nut
0: shot by taking Cameron Martinez, even if it doesn't work out? We can argue that either way. One of the quarterbacks that will be in town at 2021, kid, a name we've heard a lot of already. I'd be interested
1: to hear your thoughts on J.J. J. McCarthy. J.J. J. McCarthy, he is <laughs> – I don't care what class he's in. You take him as soon as he wants to fledge. That is just an outstanding quarterback, and he's got some athleticism. He can – you know, having a quarterback that is mobile is a big plus, and we're seeing it more – you know, like in the NFL right now, we're seeing guys that uh, that could move, that can, uh, you know, when they pull it down, defenses is going, uh-oh, we didn't want that to happen either. You know, we've got to make sure that uh, we got everything covered and he doesn't throw the ball. But uh, he's not just going to get back to the line of scrimmage or make a couple of yards. He's going to get outside the pocket and he can hurt us. So having a guy that could do that, absolutely you want that. So I wouldn't think twice about taking him even this early.
0: Other guys to talk about that will be here, let's talk about uh, G. Scott, the commitment coming March 29th, and then Ben Chrisman, the offensive line will be here on March 29th. Also, Ben Chrisman, 2021 from Ohio.
1: He's as big as a house. Ben Chrisman is, uh, to me, He's just so far ahead of, of most big kids. They just, you know, they need, these are very large human beings at a very young age. Their bodies haven't completely developed. He moves so well. That's a future left tackle. We should absolutely take him if he wants to commit. He should be, uh, he'll definitely be a top 10 offensive line in that class and should be top five. He moves well. He's already got great technique. He bends his knees, gets his butt down, gets his hands up, and he, and he, and he plays with some nasty. He finishes. He's already good in pass protection, moves his feet so well. No bending at the waist and reaching. He moves his feet. He's always on balance, just an outstanding prospect. Are you a G. Scott fan? I'm a huge G Scott fan. The kid is so smooth he makes it look effortless. You know, he's more of a finesse guy. A lot of times the bigger guys are just, you know, I'm going to go up and take the ball. I'm I'm just too powerful and I'm too athletic. And he just slows. He's just I mean he's he's like a reed. He just bends and he's he's got great hands and he runs so well. It looks like he's not running fast, but he's moving very fast. He's just so smooth and athletic that uh, it it looks – he's just smooth. But I'm a huge fan of his. We want to keep him in the class.
0: Again, another West Coaster coming through. It never hurts to build a little retention out there far away from campus. Okay, March 30th. Ohio State is scheduled, as of right now, to have one visitor. I have a feeling this is going to spark a little bit of conversation here. Offensive lineman Paris Johnson. I've never seen a recruit as highly regarded as Johnson, verbally committed to the Buckeyes, do what he did at Tennessee. I'm not passing judgment on the kid. Truthfully to me personally, it does not bother me. It's just a kid having fun. But to send out pictures and the gear and stuff like that, I just have never seen it. Uh, I can't imagine Ohio State is a fan of it. What is your vibe on that whole deal? Paris Johnson as a player. Is he worth it, et cetera?
1: Uh, he's worth it. If it was a lower-ranked recruit, if I was Ohio State, and he did that, I would not see it. Go ahead. You you move on. We're We're done. There's no more offer on the table. But he's a kid you're just going to have to put up with it. He's that good. He's that dominant. He's a guy, he's a three and out, first rounder, top 10, top 15 type athlete. He's just, you know, he's got a high level of competition. He's very competitive. If you watch his video, he really does just dominate. He's going to, you know, I'm going to get my guy and I'm going to put him on the ground. That's the way he plays. Uh, I'm disappointed in, in what he did. I wish he hadn't, but, uh, you know, well, I, I guess we'll see very soon here what it means. Because if he did that and he's just being a kid and playing around, then nothing's going to come of it. If we start hearing about decommitment, that, that you know, that's going to happen relatively quickly. That's not going to happen a month from now. That's going to happen in the next week or so at, at – uh, and at the worst, so uh as long as he doesn't decommit um it's nothing to worry about, and also, I really think he's got this thing he wants uh Jaheen Thomas to go to the same school, and you know, I'm saying I believe Jaheen Thomas is worth the offer in his own right, but if that solidifies Paris Johnson, uh that's just icing on the cake. I would I would go ahead and do it. You know, you're getting a great looking prospect anyway, and it just uh, tightens down the bolts on uh, Paris Johnson's commitment. I would I would do it.
0: Here's the issue I have: <clears throat> if you lose Paris Johnson, in the last few years they will have lost Tommy Kramer, Liam Eichenberg, and Jackson Carmen. Those are three borderline elite, some would say elite offensive line prospects from Ohio. You can't lose all those guys. I realize Ohio State has done a great job locking down state borders for the real elite players, but you can't have a trend starting here with offensive linemen leaving the state. I don't care if they're from Cincinnati or not. Uh, I also don't get the vibe on the calls that I made that Paris Johnson is going to go elsewhere. I think he just likes the recruiting process. So I I, I think there is a growing – Age gap with us old guys and people going to Twitter and the way the kids use it. I don't think they take it as seriously. I don't think it means as much to put yourself on a jersey anymore. Um, whether that's good or bad in the in the grand scheme is, is a different subject. But while he did all that, if this was a few years ago, would concern me. And like you said, he's worth the. You don't tell Paris Johnson no. He was put on this earth to play left tackle. If he was cast in the Blind Side tomorrow, he'd probably win an Academy Award, so we're not going to worry about that. One thing that's interesting that we talked about, I'm going to move on to the pro side right here that I've seen lately and probably witnessed as well, is if this was last year and Paris Campbell had left Ohio State, the scouts that we had talked to said anywhere between fourth (laughs) or fifth round and possibly even not drafted. Then you come back this year, he has a great year, and now – I think he's going to get picked in the first round. What do you make of Campbell's rise, and do you think he'll be able to play like a first-round talent, or do you think uh, the evaluators
1: have just been wooed by speed and uh, scheme? Well, uh, if you wanted to take the time to search it, you'll see that I said after the Michigan game in my – Longview. After the uh, game review, I said that I thought Paris Johnson was a uh, Paris Campbell was Paris a Campbell. Uh, yeah. Paris Campbell was a first rounder. Then I believed it. That was before the combine. He played so well this year. He caught the ball well, and he's going to go to the house. If he gets an edge on you, just go on. Get your damn kickoff team on the field because it's it's that's what's going to happen next. That's Paris Campbell. Uh, yeah. So this talk is not – not. Uh, it's not surprising me. I mean, he's – this is not a great receiver draft. It's just not. There's not one guy that you're like, okay, you – as he's on the board when you when you. Uh, uh, go up to the uh, podium, you've got to take him. There's not one guy like that. So a guy that's – he measured – I believe it was almost six feet tall. He had a 40-inch vertical to go with uh, one of the top two or three uh, 40 times at the combine. He caught the ball very well in the drills. You got the film to go back to. I'm not surprised at all. I, like I said, I said it after the Michigan game, and I thought he was in the first round.
0: People should remember about this, and I say this every time we bring Paris up, that he arrived at Ohio State at 17 years old, so he needed the four-year. I also think, and this is from talking to him several times and what people know of him, he's a human being worthy of investment. He is a smart, strong, gifted player with a tremendous pedigree. The way I look at it is would I want him on my pro team, and the answer is 100% yes,
1: Um
0: I think Buckeyes are built for the pros. That's been proven so far. So when in doubt, pick a Buckeye. When in doubt, listen to the BM5. We appreciate everybody stopping by. Hope you like that long list of names. Big visits coming for Ryan Day. He's under some serious pressure. We'll be following it here. Keep it locked in, Buckeyes. Have a good one.